Is there a thematic link to anything this week, Dan? Is it an LA vibe that we're going for? No, not particularly, but it might come out that way after all. But when I chose this film, it was based on almost just one little skit of the one part of the the film. And it's when they come out to get robbed at the bank. He just goes in there and he has, and it's always just stayed in my mind that it made me laugh. Hi, I'm I'm going to be your robber this evening. Oh, thank you very much. I've got that joke on here. It's a good one. And yeah, and it just tickled me at the time and, It'd been a, a time since I'd seen it, actually, LA that, Story. That so. scene takes place in the movie LA Story. It does, Which yeah. is what we have watched for the purpose of this chat. Yeah, mm. and it was my choice. Steve Martin, he's he's one of those actors, I've seen him in some decent films, I've seen some absolute rubbish where it hasn't worked, not all of his humour works. Well, it's we like saw him comedian. recently-ish, Dan, in Dead Men Don't Wear... Played. Plaid. 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 And uh, we were rebuked on our website for accidentally mentioning Edith Head as being the editor, but she was, in fact, the costume designer. She was the costume designer. Which we got it right in the program. It was just in the notes, wasn't it? We were just talking, nobody reads the notes anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Was it, or did we say it? I don't know. In any case, I'm sorry that we made such a catastrophic error. And if you don't enjoy the free entertainment that we do as a hobby, put out there for your enjoyment, you can, of course, always fuck off. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, there is always that option too. (laughs) Sometimes we make mistakes because we are strictly amateur. Yeah. And the whole point of the show is about watching stuff and catching up on stuff that we don't know anything about and we missed. So there you go. There's always that. But I do... I. I feel energized and thrive upon any time that we get like a bad review or someone yeah. like picks a fight with us. It's just good fun. Yeah. Yeah. It means they felt something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what we're all about. And well, the opening moments of LA story are kind of just a, a chaotic musical dance with trees with cars bashing into each other and people picking up imperfect sequence. The, the newspaper it's selling the american dream suburbia choreographed isn't it yeah that's it would it be a busby berkeley kind of yeah yeah definitely that sort of vibe yeah yeah and it's yeah it's it's kind of just a bizarre offbeat it's a french version of somewhere under the sea playing yeah right yeah yeah Yeah, that's right Mm -hmm. um there's a businessman wearing a gas mask for some reason beautiful bodies (laughs) fast cars a hot dog hanging from a helicopter Four cars that wave each other on and then all crash in the middle. And then we get the narration uh, from Steve Martin. And he says, my name is Harris K. Telemacher. And he says he lives in L.A. I thought the name cracked me up straight away. He has great names in his characters, doesn't he? He's had seven heart attacks. Yeah. Although he's... And he's, he's... Desperately unhappy, which you can't really tell because he's so happy. He's he's a, lives in. Well, what he's telling, he world. says he's going to tell a story about what happened to him, and it sets yeah. up this thing because it is a sort of he's fantasy a, comedy yeah. romantic. He's on an story. exercise, like a static bike in yeah. a in an exercise area. It says no solely, running solely yeah. for exercise bikes. Someone's having a heart attack or something just in the background when he's talking. Mm. I thought it was quite good. Yeah, and he he's kind of it's love misadventures in it he's he's kind of with three different very different women in the film he's got the woman that he's currently seeing yeah yeah she's a sort of socialite kind of she, snob girlfriend yeah she yeah. They, they live very his whole crowd lives. is like that yeah yeah, yeah that, that whole crowd and then he's got sarah jessica parker 
who comes in is like the the clothes clerk and she's all sandy and yeah yeah that's capital s a n capital d is it hang on i've got it down here e capital e star yeah and she's like half his age oh well i mean there's some brilliant lines my one of my favorites in this is like when he's having the argument with the eventual kind of love that he finds this journalist who's come over from the Times the London or something, Times. the London Times, yeah. and she's doing a story about what it's like in LA. So they eventually meet, but all these girls are kind of within his life and in and out. Yeah, one, one of the lines when she says, talking about how old he goes, how old is she anyway? She'll be 27 in four, in four years. years. Yeah, <laughs> She's not too old for me. But the, Well, the three women, if you can have three polar opposites, yeah, that's what they would be because his his original his current yeah, girlfriend that he's yeah. seeing at the beginning, I think she's sort of a personal shopper. Is that right? Mm. She goes on about all these people, these well known people that she deals with, and oh, I got them X Y Z, and everyone's supposed to be sort of super impressed by her, and you can tell he's really unfulfilled and doesn't connect yeah well they really have at all. they have this hilarious lunch where they're mm. it's really superficial and they all go out and there's there's a an earthquake halfway through yeah just carry on the conversation it's obviously <laughs> so normalized just, yeah, for just, them just shaking i'll have a espresso double espresso i'll, I'll have a twist mine with the twist 11 i'll have a twist 11 yeah. i'll have a twist <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's all chasing fashions and, and she, very superficial. she arrives at that meal doesn't she the sarah played that's his wife in real life at the time yes yeah victoria oh, tennant right. okay yeah. not related to david no, or Stella. No. And she she arrives at the table and they're all very prim and proper and, and quite snooty. And they mention jet lag. And yeah. she says, yeah, it was, all I need was a, a good drink and a fuck. Yeah. And they're all, yeah, what? You can't yeah. say that. You know, it's not, not the silent. dumb thing, you know. And she says she's got a, a different social standing. She's very down to earth. Which he is a wacky like weatherman that's his job mm. he found it quite funny didn't he smiled and he's tried to catch her eye a couple of times mm. over the the meal um, he's embarrassed though by his job he he was an intellectual of sorts he's got a phd in humanities and arts yeah. or something i think they mention and you know he, he feels his job is a little bit undignified or he fo- he's starting to phone it in a lot yeah it's quite good though his his news weather reports oh I yeah thought they were made well he's got a wacky personality waistcoat on and he just throws the things at the screen to say what the weather is it's almost like the far show yeah scorchio yeah it's it's not so his current relationship status is not fulfilling him his job is getting him down he's in a he's in a lull but i did enjoy his commute to work yes well it was um, hunting season wasn't it open season first day of spring the open season the la freeway and they do this in the film so he gets out a gun and he just starts shooting the the car next to him or the lorry next to him who's shooting back Mm. at him and it's open season in LA and it's what's clever this film is there's serious parts in it you know it's not all wacky but they were just throwing something like that which is clearly not true clearly not which is some bizarre flight of fancy or some eccentricity or something taking a joke too far and and, and hamming it all up and everything but it works for me in this film i think and um, there are a lot of jokes and social observations that are happening all the time it's like the pace of the dialogue is is right up there and you know there's always a joke that if you didn't like this one there's another one coming up so yeah um well he ends up he he meets for sarah michelle Oh God! Sarah, Sarah Jessica, Jessica Parker. Parker. I was yeah. getting confused with. Buffy. She's like leaping around him, oh, like she's Michelle about Gellar. five. Yeah. yeah, he goes to buy a pair of slacks, and she's measuring him, and she, she does her in, his inside leg by crawling 
Under, on the floor, on yeah. between his legs, and yeah. running the it's tape, and it looked like punching him in the bollocks. One frankly. of those. Well, it's like the beginning a... of a porn scene or something. Yeah, he's like, yeah, and he's in his white linen trousers. She's just a whirlwind of energy, and he's just yeah. like, whoa, what is going on? And it's like, I'll pick him up, pick him up Wednesday. When he does go back, it's just shutting, and mm. they have a a thing. She's standing out in the rain. It's quite bizarre. Her, she's she's in a sort of open relationship, but the other guy. Is seemed like a psychopath. Yeah, and um, they go out for dinner, and he's just watching them from across the. Yeah, he's yeah. Just so there he is over there. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's starting to kick off, and he's also been stepping out with Sarah. Yeah, not before though. His car breaks down on the freeway on a, oh, on a yes. drive home with it's his important. girlfriend. <laughs> And he starts talking as he's looking under the hood. He starts talking, narrating about two important uh, events in his life that are magical, that cannot be explained scientifically, one of which is about to happen. And as mm. he's looking under the hood of the car, the freeway sign behind it, what do we call this? Because I looked this up today. This is a variable message system. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's just the, a massive sign next to a motorway. It flashes up higher. At him and he looks away and you know and it fixes it pops up and it says higher again and he like says what me and then it says are you okay and i guess test text speak hadn't been invented because they have this yeah. whole exchange about where he's trying to decode what the because th- he reads it out yeah rock or something <laughs> yeah no, and are you okay eventually the sign wants a hug And uh, when he says, who are you? She says, I'm a signpost. And even though he thinks he's being filmed, he looks around, you know, where's the setup? He does it anyway. He goes and squeezes the concrete column, gives it a big hug. And the sign says it felt good. And And it it wants wants to help help him. him. Yeah. And that the weather, I don't know if it's this time or another. Well, this is where she gives him the riddle. She says, you will Uh, know what to do when you unscramble how daddy is doing. Which to me was like instantly obvious yeah. what it was, yeah, yeah. But it takes Harris quite a while. In fact, it's not even him. And he tells his wife about it, and she just kind of says, "Okay," and they move on. But this was what I'd really remembered about this movie was him talking to the sign, right? Okay, yeah, that yeah. made a big impression on me. And and so he takes this sign as a sign. <laughs> and, well, which he, yeah, yeah, which he would. And I always, Steve Martin wrote this, didn't he? And he, he yeah, over a long, a long time. Yeah. yeah, you can see that there's warmth in it throughout. You know, I think that it's been a labour of love for him, uh, and the, the character, his character, he's just likable. He's, he's, you know, he's somebody that, for the most part, even with the '80s twist on it, which mm. you know, you get a little bit close to the bone sometimes on on some things. But um, yeah, some some parts of the love parts have dated a bit badly, but you can probably yeah. get into that, but. But yeah, for for the most part, I, I've you know he then goes on, doesn't he? He's uh, he well, he likes to roller skate, doesn't he? Well, he finds out of yeah, he, he finds out about the other girl though having a, an affair. Well, your mate's in this, Richard E. Grant. Yeah, I like Roland. Richard, yeah, so he's Sarah's the the British girl. He's her ex-husband, and mm. she's promised a weekend away. He with is him. super pompous and pretentious in this. Yeah, well, he's just. You know, perfect Richard E. Grant, isn't he? He's just turned up and been himself in as far as the English gent. He can play it easily. The only thing I can think of him now is a gag that they do towards the end, whereas he's walking off his balls clang like they're metallic (laughs) bells. (laughs) Just think of that every time he's on screen. Yeah, so he's in it as well. And she feels under pressure to kind of get back together. Sarah feels under pressure to kind of get back together with Roland. 
But he he begs her effectively for one chance, one one weekend away to see if there's anything still there, if they can rekindle something. And so she kind of goes with that. But she's been shown the town, as it were, by Steve Martin. And, and they've, they've got a real connection. Him. Yeah, she's thinking of him. And he's gone off for a weekend with Sarah Jessica Parker yeah. after he's found out his agent was having an affair with his girlfriend and he he kind of just goes how could you how could you soon gets out the house he's like i love it yes i'm free i'm free so he's he's happy to get out that relationship he goes to the house doesn't he and and he's like i don't really feel like it i've told this i'm there's someone else i've met i really like her i feel a bit bit weird if i went away with you and she's like oh well i really like the ghost still we don't have to do anything we we don't have to make love we can just fuck um, she says yeah we can just yeah. have sex he's like yeah okay yeah. And, <laughs> straight away like, All right. and and the boyfriend's there just in the window isn't he and they kind of wave him off as they go in the car and they end up at the same hotel yeah as he's taken el pollo um, del mar <laughs> yeah. Yeah. chicken of the chicken sea. in the sea <laughs> which is the tuna isn't it it's yeah the tuna brand and um, not just the same hotel dan but next door each other yeah that's right. They, so both couples, Sarah and Roland and Harris and Sarah Jessica Parker, Sandy star. Yeah. And they're both banging away and it shows you in pencil drawings who they're thinking about. <laughs> I love this game. <laughs> and Harris is thinking about Sarah and Sandy. Sandy's is, thinking about Mel Gibson, yeah, I think. Yeah, and yeah. Sarah is thinking of Harris and Roland is also so thinking, thinking of Mel Gibson. <laughs> yeah. A friend of your people. Uh, so yeah, there's that going on and they... They've each been listening at the war. They're like, oh, listen, next door is having sex and they're sort of giggling and laughing. Yeah. And then the next morning, or is it dinner time? They they all... Well, they know, go out into the hall, don't they? they? And, Harris and they, they Harris and Sarah see each other and they realise what's yeah. been happening and they go off for this frosty walk. That's when his balls twang with the metal. Well, they, they said, well, we're going out, we're going to the the dining room. You know, we're going to the restaurant for dinner, you know, and uh, Roland says, we should get, we should, you know... Get pull the table together. We'll we'll he's going. Oh no! It's like that'd be weird if we're in there, two separate tables. Because yeah, obviously yeah. they don't know they've got a stronger mm. connection, and yeah. they're, they're all feeling a little bit weird. Well, those two are feeling a bit weird because they go for a walk on the beach afterwards, don't they? And they they get chance to have a a quick conversation while Sarah Jessica Parker, Sandy's king in the waves. He's gone back to to get a jumper and they try and kind of hmm. iron a few things out. Which well, is- mostly he tries to, he basically kind of begs her to stay and he says he'd use the full force of weather, yeah. storms and shit to if prevent her power. if I had the power yeah. to, to stop her, you know, but she says, this is everything she didn't want. Pain, lies and complications. Mm. Says, Ordinarily, I don't like to be around interesting people because it means I have to be interesting too. Are you saying I'm interesting? All I'm saying is when I'm around you, I find myself showing off, which is an idiot's version of being interesting. And there's tons of lines through this that I think it must have mm. just, you know, he's... Yeah, well, later she uses that against him, doesn't she? Because yeah. she says, oh, you know, you use that as basically just a defence mechanism and all that stuff. So there's quite a lot of good relationship, deep relationship things going on as well. And But she still leaves. She, she still does. goes. She, she needs to get back. Um, she leaves everyone. She leaves Roland. She leaves Harris. Yeah. And she's she's decided on the plane. That's what she's going to do. But then the, the weather rolls in. It does indeed. And, uh, and she only goes to one place, which is back to Telemark's place. He's waiting out in the rain for her. Yeah. And the, the sort of happy ending. So, But there's loads of cool bits that we haven't talked about. There's millions of cameos. Millions of cameos, yeah. Rick Moranis is in there as a, a grave, grave digger. A cockney grave digger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
His um, accent was really terrible. What's his job? John Luc Picard is in there. Yeah, Patrick he's really Stewart good. As the snooty maitre d. That's amazing. That scene where he's trying to get into this restaurant, Le Idiot, and uh, the guy's <laughs> asking him questions like, "When do you want to?" He says, "Can I have a table on Friday?" And he just laughs at him. Saturday just continues laughing. Gets him down the Sunday. bank manager. The then, he starts, then he starts. Then he starts like menu. talking. Yeah, what's your economic status? He's like asking, "What, what did you do? You rent or own?" Yeah, it's lo- loads of bizarre flights of fancy like that when he has his car done it turns into like a formula one yeah. pit stop very inventive he, he, he when he's showing her around la he's going some of these buildings are over 20 years old <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> they have quite a lot of shakespeare references in here loads yeah and art there's lots of art yeah, well, cause, stuff because he's a huge collector himself. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't and, banjo um, out or something because he's pretty I good. I think at he that, would because this was what year was this? 91. So he would have been pre ukulele. No, I would imagine he's always played the ukulele, yeah. but his skills are fucking tip top these days. I yeah, don't know. Really we would have, would have been a bit weird in this movie if he just pulled out if his banjo. Out his little banjo. connection to So I Married an Axe Murderer because in this, he's part time, he does a kind of bizarre performance art thing where he roller skates through art galleries. Yeah. yeah. And they have a discussion about, oh, you should do it at the Guggenheim. He's like, yeah, I know why you'd say that. It's got circular floors and <laughs> lots of ramps and mm. whatever. But yeah. This was good, wasn't it? Have you, when was the last time you watched this? A while ago. A, a while ago. I yeah. didn't remember it all that well. Some of the. Because he sort of not forces himself upon her, but he's quite aggressive with her. And it looked like, yeah, he's, you know, the sort of kiss against her will, but she'll like it in the end kind of trope. And that yeah. doesn't, you don't see that played out very often anymore. And no, sort of like, you it's know, dissonant time, 90s but, values. But it it never felt kind of overly sexual in that kind of way that he well, was. Well, I don't know. I think be... the whole thing's really pervy, really, because he's constantly banging chicks that are like half his yeah. age or like. I, this was the first time I'd seen it and I thought it was only okay. There, there are some really great lines. There was one line I just can't think of what it was now, but I, I'm pissing myself laughing. And you just get these little asides. The thing with the bank robber, you know, I'm. Mm. Dave, I'll be your bank yeah. robber today. Yeah. I'll be robbing you today, and he just hands over his stuff. And there's loads of little, like, really, like great little one-liners. Mm. But this, the love interest story, I just didn't really care for it. Yeah, I'm well, not. The, the, it's well, hard to get in, invested yeah. in it, isn't yeah. it? Oh, I've got the choice of these three like great women. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the first one was. Well, I mean, horrible. one one was gonna, you know, one was clearly, you know, a bitch. She mm. was. She needed to go. The young one, too young. I mean, she was. You know, it, yeah. See, so that relationship there is it. is kind of like borderline because mm. she's dead young she's a fucking like retail assistant generally yeah yeah and, um, but all the energy and it's just how you know a man can get gets swept away off off the, he gets you know gets all that kind of crazy stuff done and really he ends up connecting with that sarah who's obviously closer to his own age they look a nice couple together and that, and that's kind of kicks off so yeah. I, I did it really did struggle to keep my attention yeah i reached my phone quite a few times i just was it an I hour and a half long yeah Something like I, that. So, I got quite yeah. distracted with it and i didn't really connect with the whole plot but there were just some like nice steve martin moments and mm. this is probably i don't know what point probably later in the 90s when he really started to just fall off a cliff and i think i've read an article where he he categorically admitted that he was only working to fund like more yeah. art yeah you know and you, you think of like cheaper by the dozen this and, isn't like that though. no this, this is this better is, this is better than that so many clever like and little worked, jokes like you said and he worked on it a long time yeah. seven years i think it took him to, to it's do almost like trip. they crammed in too much stuff like you didn't need the three the, the love triangle i don't know if it necessarily all the, had to be the like characters that. like harris and sarah and all of the 
girl characters and role, they're all like really thinly they're pretty one dimensional yeah. yeah so well i it does have flaws there's there's no doubt about it but for me there there is something kind of heartfelt and you know substantial and 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 something i think if you like authentic. steve martin there's yeah. still good steve martin stuff here is some of his best stuff i think you know um i don't know if i'd go that far put into here oh some of it some of the lines there were some, some really the, good lines the there were some good one line some good ones this but, is um, like pre nosedive this is definitely some good stuff yeah. but the, it's just the stuff around him is just not that great director mick jackson did volcano and the bodyguard yeah so interesting yeah. yeah okay well it's still one that i'll probably go to revisit sometime in the future it might be a while again but i enjoyed it nice good i'm glad you did Wow, wow, wow.